Hi, I'm David. And I'm Aaron. And this is the Travel Bros. So today, this is going to be our final episode fully devoted to COVID-19. Now, we are probably going to mention coronavirus in future episodes, but we just thought it was important to say this is our last episode that that's what we're really going to be talking about, like fully. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. Oh, by the way, Aaron got a microphone. Aaron, how do you feel about that? I mean, I'm really happy about getting, you know, I'm really happy about getting a microphone. I hope that y'all can tell it sounds better. Um... I just like to tell y'all it's a toner. It, the company is Toner, um, and it is a uh, podcast or um, music production or anything in that kind of or gaming anything in that category type of microphone. This is not a this is not a sponsorship at all. I'm not getting paid for this, but I'm just telling y'all what kind of microphone I bought. Um, but yeah, I hope y'all can tell it sounds a little bit better from the quality that I am using uh, the speakers. And uh, yeah. I think we should get right into the episode. So, David, start us off, please. I will. So, uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is thinking about, I don't think it's totally, like, confirmed yet, but he was thinking about reopening schools in California earlier this year because of COVID-19. California does a lot of stuff. It starts in the West. It's, it's kind of a phrase. It starts in the West, and then the East kind of picks up with it. So, I have a good feeling that if California um, – reopen schools earlier this year because of coronavirus. I have a feeling that Texas is going to do the same. And I think I can speak for Aaron and me uh, when I say that I do not want schools, and I don't think Aaron does either, to reopen earlier this year. No, I do not. That would be a nightmare. But, you know, it's also a liability issue because some people could have, like, um, some people could be like on a vacation or have a vacation planned and then they'd have to decide whether like if it's non-refundable, which in very like often cases it's not refundable, they'd have to decide between, you know, missing the first two weeks of school or something like that or losing up to thousands or tens of thousands of dollars, which is a really big problem. And yeah. it's something that, yeah, something that individual schools or even the government might have to decide. And, you know, it would be a bad thing if schools started earlier, not just because, you know, students don't want to, but like I just said, a lot of people could lose money or it's liability. Yeah, exactly. Um, but going into, um, a little bit of further detail about Texas, actually. So we've reopened restaurants in Houston and Harris County, but it's only 25% capacity. And what's actually surprising to me, and I think it should be a law, but it's not. It's not a law to wear a mask. It was at first, technically, but um, then our governor, Greg Abbott, uh, said it's he kind of vetoed it and it is no longer a law to wear a mask in public so, but, but yeah some some public places require a mask but that is um like every place has the right to refuse service um and has their own standards and rules like that but yeah uh david what were you gonna say well i'm just gonna clarify something that's really interesting that has to do with what you just said so in harris county which is the county we live in it actually is a law to wear a mask you need to wear a mask However, in Texas, Texas law, it's recommended. It's not an actual law. And therefore, Texas law overrules local law. So where Aaron and I live, it actually is a law to wear a mask. But 
because Texas just recommended it, you legally, Texas law overrules local law. So that's really, really, really interesting. And that's just something really interesting that I thought I would have to mention in this podcast. Yeah, it's really interesting because, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird to think about, but uh, how the Texas law can, you know, overrule a local law. I, if anything, it should be, in my opinion, it should be the other way around because, you know, local citizens should make their own rules. Like, you know how the United States has its own federal laws, but each individual state can make laws of its own. I think that's how it should be for like, you know, local cities or towns with the states. I think local cities and towns, um, stuff like that should be able to overrule um, the state's law, state laws, even though yeah. technically states can't overrule federal laws. I think it should be the way, uh, I think it should be local laws should overrule state laws. But yeah. Go, yeah, but um, there's actually something really interesting that's happening right now, which in the um, epicenter of the virus in the United States, which as y'all probably know, is New York City. And obviously it is still under lockdown. It is still under lockdown, but their situation has improved a little bit. But the weird thing is, I don't know if any of y'all keep up on like Inside Edition or any news channels, something like that. But actually, there's tons of rats that are swarming around New York City um, because they are starving. And I am not even kidding. They are searching for food everywhere because generally there's people that drop garbage everywhere in New York City. So the rats are, you know, they, they don't really need to. And the rats have been, become very aggressive, which yeah. has actually been, yeah, very bad. And people don't think that they can carry COVID um, like themselves, the disease, but they think that they can have it on their fur or their feet. Yeah, I watched that on Inside Edition. That was pretty interesting. Um, so staying in the New York topic, there was a military ship um, that was in NYC for about a month. Um, it was a military ship that generally is used in, I think, poorer countries to help people who can't afford hospital care. However, it was in New York City for a month to help with COVID-19. And it recently departed because the curve has been flattened in New York, which is really good news. Um, and then in Houston, in Harris County, um, since we reopened, we've, we officially started reopening May 1st. Cases have not gotten that much much better, but they haven't gotten that much that much worse. So it's kind of been the same since we reopened. So I think that's good news. I mean, it's not showing any decline. Yeah. Um, cruise ships. Aaron, talk a little bit about cruise ships because something people are kind of worried about what's happening to the cruise industry right now. Well, it's actually unknown when cruise ships are going to reopen and when they're going to launch back and have set sailings again. But there might... Um, estimate is they're going to most likely start to set sail again in the beginning of August. And I don't think it's actually going to be very large cruise ships, like the largest one, Symphony of the Seas, um, I, that are going to immediately set sail again. I think it'll be the smaller ones. Um, and I think it's going to be very different, the situation on cruise ships, because I think they're going to, everybody's going to have to wear masks um, for the, yeah. you know, for like a year until we create a vaccine. And I think we're going to have to take a lot of new precautions because as we've said in previous episodes, viruses on cruise ships spread really quickly, which is something really bad, which is not a good thing at all. But going into like actually a completely different part of the world, Africa. 
So Africa specifically, um, you know, the con um, not South Africa, the country, but Africa, the continent, um, does not have a ton of cases so far overall, um, you know, proportional to how many their overall, like Africa's population. But um, it would definitely not be a good thing if they did have a ton of cases, which is what a lot of people are worried about. Because in many African countries, not South Africa, um, because South Africa is actually really, um, South Africa is pretty, uh, has wealthy. good medical hair and uh, yeah, stuff like, and yeah, it, they're a pretty wealthy country and they have a lot of good hospitals and stuff like that. But a lot of people are worried about uh, other African countries because, um, there's a lot of African countries that don't have the correct medical care or funding for medical, um, for medical supplies or anything like that. So people are really worried like, oh, what if it comes to this country and we can't, you know, we can't keep people, we can't put people in the hospital because we don't have enough resources or supplies for that, which is something that's, you know, worries a lot of people. And traveling is definitely not recommended right now, um, unless mandatory because, of the very contagious virus. Now, David, can you tell us a little bit about the graph? Yeah, so there's graphs on Google. I don't know if you all have checked it out. And it shows pretty much any country, any county, um, the graphs pretty much about COVID-19. So France, for example, based on the graph, it shows that it actually is getting better. It shows that the curve has been flattened. So France seems like it's getting better. Um, now, South Africa, I know Aaron just mentioned it. Based, I'm not a medical expert. I don't examine graphs for a living, but it's kind of common now knowledge that it looks like South Africa has not hit their peak yet. So South Africa looks like it it's going up still, which is some bad news. Um, now, Peru in South America is at a very high point of COVID-19. There's a little bit over 60,000 cases, um, which really is not that much. But when you compare it to the amount of people who live there, it's probably about average for a country. Now, Paraguay is at, it's another country in South America, and it's at a very high point too. But we shouldn't be worried about Paraguay because guess what? There are only 700 713 confirmed cases in Paraguay. I mean, that's just, that's astonishing to me that there are 713 confirmed cases in an entire country. That's so little, in, especially in my opinion, that, I mean, it's crazy. What do you think? I think it's actually really cool. Like, I think it's insane too, because you wouldn't expect that kind of thing. It's, um, like only 713 confirmed cases is definitely way below any country's average. And maybe they just don't have enough testing so you could really know. But if they do have enough testing, um, which I don't know if they do, but if they do, um, then that is an insanely low amount of cases. Yeah, it is. Well, um, Many country stock markets are at an all-time low, which is kind of crazy. I actually thought that the stock markets were going back up. Well, yeah, it's actually, it's pretty crazy right now because, you know, stock markets are like around, not just, you know, in, in the United States, they're beginning to go back up um, again, um, but in other countries, you know, they have yet to hit their peak. So markets in other countries are still going down quite a bit. Um, and so when you really think about it, it's kind of weird to think about how 
the other countries are going to experience the same thing that we did in the United States of how our, their markets are going to crash, their markets are all going to go down, and then eventually they're going to have to slowly um, gain their money back. And I'd recommend for y'all investors that are listening to our podcast, I recommend this is a great time to do investing. It's, in fact, maybe even a little too late. But, yeah, I uh, think it is too late. Yeah, it's a tiny too late to invest at this point. But uh, if y'all would have gotten on, if y'all invested two weeks ago, um, congratulations, you probably made some money. But um, there's actually something really uh, crazy. Like, as I said, the stock market is beginning to go back up. And that is because the United States is um, reopening slowly. Many states have already almost completely reopened, like the states with the least amount of cases. But Texas, actually, even though we have a ton of cases, has actually reopened a lot of stuff, which is insane. Um, But, you know, um, we'd like to express, um, finally, our condolences to the families or individuals that have been affected by COVID-19, because we know many people have, many people have died from it, and it's a terrible disease. I don't think any of y'all should be, um, none of y'all should be too, uh, there's no such thing as being too prepared. So always sanitize everything that comes in and out of your houses, like packages and stuff like that. Uh, and we'd really like to say, stay safe. Is there any, uh, last words that you'd like to say, David? Yeah, I would actually, um, as Andrew just said, please guys stay safe, stay, um, stay home unless you want to go out. If you do want to go out, I'm not against that necessarily. Just please be careful. Uh, stay six feet away from people. Um, take all the proper precautions that the CDC has uh, warned you guys. And again, our condolences and our apologies to our uh, families and individuals affected by COVID-19. And until next time, this was the Travel Bros.